Welcome to the PSBS, that's the Place Bulls Station Podcast. I'm your host, Cote PSN Bye Boys. My host here is... Andrew Arenas, double is. Yes, and we are back with episode 54 of the uh, PSBS. Um, yeah, we decided to just take a little break last week. There really wasn't much in on news front last week anyway, so we kind of took it as a nice little break week, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, we've got stuff going on on our end, school and all whatnot, you know, so... Side you know, projects? Side projects, all that, all that stuff, you know? But, um, of course, we took off the week, and since since then, it was a huge news week this week. Um, mostly about one particular topic, which we'll get to mm-hmm. when we get there. Um, but one thing I noticed this week is that there has been a crap ton of uh, release date announcements within the past week. Let's lay down these release dates. Yes, a lot of a lot of release dates. Um, let's see, where do where do we begin? Um, actually, just some game release dates. Um, Alienation is coming April twenty sixth. Awesome! Finally, yeah. How smart! Excited for Alienation, Creators of Dead Nation, and um, and all that. Their follow up is coming then. Um, oh yeah, that's gonna be great. I'm excited for it. Yeah, we'll see. Like, well, sure this was, like this alongside with other downloadable games was announced as part of the, the spring. Uh, thing yeah, they're not on? they're not calling it the Spring uh, Fever oh. or whatever it was called. It's oh. called uh, Launch Party this year. I mean, it's the same thing. Launch party. Woo! Yeah, having a party. Having a party. Yeah, yeah. Sony Playing games. Day the tentacle. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That is one of the games. Uh, Launch Party. You can pre-order your games, and they'll have discounts. Um, the first game is March fifteenth, Salt and Sanctuary. On March twenty second will be Day of the Tentacle Remastered. Uh, which will be fourteen ninety nine or thirteen forty nine with plus discount. April fifth will be enter the Gungeon. Uh fourteen ninety nine, thirteen forty uh nine for plus. April Yeah, 12th. I have some hopes about that one. I hope it's good. Mm. April twelfth, Story of the Path of Destinies, April nineteenth, Invisible Ink, and on the twenty sixth Alienation, which is actually a twenty dollar game, it'll be seventeen ninety nine with your plus uh discount. Sweet. Uh, Day of the Tentacle, as much as I want it, probably going to wait for it to be free for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, most uh, every double fine game gets free or ridiculously cheap. Yeah, that's what happened with me. And uh, the only one I bought, I remember right away, was Costume Quest Two. Yeah, but you played that one at least. Yeah, I played it because I really liked the first one. The first one was free. PlayStation Plus, and I liked it. And then I bought the second one at launch for full price. And then, like, I don't think it ever went free, but it's been, like, dirt cheap. Like, it's been on sale for, like, $3 on the PlayStation Store. $2 for even $1.80. Yeah. So, super dirt cheap. So, yeah, Day of the Tentacle might be one to kind of just hold out a little bit and see, you know? Yeah. As much as I want to play Day of the Tentacle, it seems like a really good game. I mean, well, obviously it is. I mean, it's people have played it already. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a new... It, it, it'd be new to me, but... Yes. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else we got in release dates. Uh, Valkyrie Chronicles Remastered is coming May 17th to PS4. Sweet. So all the people who didn't play it the first time will have a chance to try to play it this time with trophies and all that good stuff. Um, What's the trophy? Huh? This is already out, by the way. 
Yeah, Dead Trophy List is already out. You go check Dead it out. Trophy List is already out. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, this is kind of funny. So we're talking about plus discounts and launch party. Um, it was kind of unintentionally announced, but like uh, Dead Star is going to be next month's free PlayStation Plus game. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because like they already had the pre-order up and it was really weird. Like people were pre-ordering it and then like Sony had to like email them and like refund their money because it's like, um, wow. This- yeah, this game's gonna be free next month, so yeah, sorry, don't yeah, don't pre order this. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I mean that was neat on Sony's end to not just take people's money and then kind of be like, oh well this one's free because Pleasure Plus, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's one game we know that's gonna be free next month, but we don't know the rest, obviously. Um let's see what else we have in release dates. Oh, the let me load it up real quick. Um, yeah, The Walking Dead Michonne Episode 2 is coming on March 29th. Which is... Uh, so, Telltale's getting their act together. Yes. In other words. Yep. Another quick release. They are understanding. Uh, yeah, within a month of Episode 1, and they said Episode 3 should be in April. We don't have an exact date for April, but they said it should be April. Yeah. Um, still haven't played it. No, I mean, even when I get back home... Would I even be interested? I don't know. Like, give me season three. <laughs> I mean, I want to play it because it's more The Walking Dead, but I just haven't took the time to buy it and download it and play it yet. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's a mini series, and then once everything's already out, you know, the episodes are going to be dirt cheap when they're all out. It's just. Yeah, uh, they'll be all out soon, you know, by April. Yeah, basically at this point, if it's going at this rate. So it's just at this point, eh. Yeah, and it's not like a story that like oh my gosh I need to know like right away or something. It's not like the other Telltale series where I have that feeling. Yeah, I mean this more ties directly with like the book storyline, like it expands on the book storyline. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like who gets the most out of it, the people who are reading the books. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean it's just this thing where like I just don't. My time is very limited for playing games nowadays between mm-hmm. school and homework. So it's kind of like, Oh crap, what do I play? You know? And it's like, I have the division. And it's like, that's the one I feel obligated to play. Cause I bought this. This is my new game. <laughs> and, I mean, I do like the game. It's just, that's the one where it's like, if I have free time, it's like, no, I got to play this because it's an online it's thing. New. And it's, it's hot. new, it's hot, it's online. And then my friends are playing it and they're higher level than me. And I have to play it to catch up with them. So I'm not too far behind when we play. Um, so it's kind of like, so it's like I don't have time for any other things, the extra things. I mean, like, granted, Walking Dead's kind of short. I mean, I'm sure that episode's kind of short. I don't know, like, the approximate runtime, but I would guess, like, less than two hours, right? Yeah, I mean, it probably is. I just, Like I said, I just still haven't taken the time to even buy it. It's just not even downloaded to my system. Um, but, which, you know. speaking of buying things, um, I did hear some ramblings on about uh, uh, the PlayStation Store getting redesigned. Another PlayStation Store redesign? Yeah, well, not another. I mean, it's been quite a while uh, uh, since, like, you know, a full redesign. Yeah, sure, it got redesigned uh, when the PS4 launched, but uh, yeah, we're looking at uh, another redesign. Um, mm-hmm. Some rumors and memories have been about with that uh, new uh, firmware update that's coming out soon. Mm, I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, hopefully it's not a crapshoot like the last one. 
Yeah, it's like that. Not. I mean, now it's fine, but like when that store oh yeah first like, yeah yeah when that, remember that yeah when that store first opened on PS3, it was just terrible. Like I think, was, if anything, they should do for the search just a regular keyboard. Yes, definitely do that. Definitely, definitely do a search. Don't do that. Like type it out. Like it's a freaking. Uh, God, I feel like I'm playing like in a Ouija board or something, highlighting letters. Oh, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's so funny. Like they even added an Omega sign to it. <laughs> oh, for what? That for one, one for, for one item for uh, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Maybe I don't remember what it was, but if, or if God any of War? folks want to, <laughs> if any of you folks want to go to the PlayStation Store, which is so easy on PS4 specifically, type in the Omega symbol. And it's for just one item. One whole key is dedicated to one item. Wow. So, uh, call this a mega episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I have hopes that maybe this uh, PlayStation Store redesign is, is good and beneficial. Uh, more accessible to find things, even. Not that it wasn't too difficult, but I just feel like, you know, make it even more accessible for people. Yeah, it just feels I mean, clunky, the, the yeah. letters. Well, yeah, the, the letters are clunky. Finding things and, like, diving. I think it takes too many clicks to get into things a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, so we'll pre- button presses. I think you want as less button presses as possible to get to what, what you want. So, because, you know, that's what I kind of felt like so many other storefronts, um, you know, separate storefronts, like, on Apple's side and Microsoft's. You want, you want it to be as easy to access as possible. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why I, I use a lot of, like, the game pages to get to what I want. You know, like, if yeah. I want like if I want to see what's the new Rock Band DLC, I will go to Rock Band on my PS4 and then, like, go down to the page and then just click the DLC and it'll pull up all the DLC for it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I use that feature a lot. So maybe they can do something that incorporates more of that into the store. Like, when you open the store, it knows what's the most, like, recent three games you played and highlights it. Like, hey, you played Rock Band recently. Here's all the Rock Band DLC right here on the front, you know? Or you know, you know they, they need to find the middle ground of like things that that I think the PS4 like tried to promise you in the beginning, like where it's it's curating what you have. It does that to an extent already, but it's it's on such a shallow level. I would just love it to be like what you just said right there, and then on top of that, um, introducing new things to you because. If anything, also finding new things is very important, and also good for Sony's back end to gain more money because mm-hmm. that's the whole purpose of the store. That well, to also bring you content and also to make money. So, I I just hope that they find it. Uh, I would I would mm-hmm. like that middle ground of both the stuff that you already have, like you said, uh, getting knowing what you play a lot of Division, Rock Band at the like current moment in time, uh, bring you home to all those expansions and DLC in such an easy way that you don't even need to use the in-game stores. You would want to use the PlayStation store instead. So, because mm-hmm. I, I, in-game stores always just kind of just suck. Yeah. Well, like I said, what I was talking about wasn't the in-game store. I was talking about like just the game page. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That works. Oh fine. yeah. I agree. Um, uh, Xbox does do, does, uh, something similar to that already. Uh, but not to the extent that you're kind of talking about. They do something of a vaguely, similar yeah um i wonder if we're finally gonna get that promise like every game in the store you can play it oh that? 
I know, right? What was that? Yeah, like, it was like, yeah, like, they said, oh, if you're curious about buying a game, every game in the you store, you just it. highlight it, and you click it, and you start, like, streaming, like, the opening of the game. That was such be- No, because what that really translated to was, like, you downloading at least three gigs of the game and only being able to play, like, 20 minutes of it. But, like, I get the idea of what you were saying. Like, yeah, I was supposed to, like, oh, you could, like, stream the game. Yeah, and, like, pretty much every game has a demo in that, in that, in that logic, you know? Yeah, and then the, the logic that they just put behind that was just like, oh, you can download like a small portion of it and then just play it for a little bit and then get to the point of like, oh, you need to install the rest of it. Yeah. It's like, what? I mean, that would still be neat too, you know? Well, yeah. But, I mean, like I say, capitalize on that. Just be like, yeah, look, here it is. I know it took a while, but here it is. And you can now pretty much get a demo of every game in the store, you know? Um. And that'd be great, you know, for, for some of these games that people might be on the fence about. They get to play it. You know, even if it is for only 20 minutes, 20 minutes, you can kind of decide if you want this or not, you know? I mean, it's so crazy, man. I mean, ever even though we're, like, past the uh, three-year three year anniversary of that PlayStation 4 reveal, I still find it funny every time I go back and watch that whole conference again. Just be like, uh, they didn't even do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, And then I watch, like, the developer videos. I'm like, uh um, you guys didn't really do this either. Yeah. I mean, we've got uh, the other stuff, like the games yeah, and share play and all that, but pretty much all the stuff they said about the PlayStation Store really hasn't happened yet. Or just, like, things integral with the network. Yes, it did make it more accessible for you to play with your friends and chat with your friends. You know, the party system is fantastic, which is carried over from Vita and, and the Xbox. Um, but, uh, you know, I still... I still find that, you know, well, you know, once we get that firmware update, you know, things are radically going to change, which is so exciting. I'm so excited for this uh, firmware update. It's definitely going to, I think it reinvigorate uh, the PlayStation Network as a whole uh, in a pretty big way, I think, especially if we're going to see a store uh, redesign. Mm -hmm. So I think this one's pretty important. This might be PS4's most important firmware. Well, I mean, it's 30. It's 3.5. It's not like the next. No, no not 4.0 or anything 4.0, like that. 4.0, yeah. I mean, SharePlay was a pretty big one when that came out. And then the more streaming options, right? You know, YouTube and all that. That was pretty huge. But I don't know. I find this kind of stuff, this like little ancillary stuff that kind of adds up to be kind of bigger uh, in a way. No, uh, granted, but it's then not... again, you know, you'd... Huh. I would say, granted, it's not confirmed that we're getting a store relaunch with this update. It's just. But y- yeah. But hypothetically, if one were to come out, uh, mm-hmm. it'll be pretty big. I think, at least in my opinion, because yeah. uh, store has not seen it since PS4 launch. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> Sorry for that little topic there, but that's fine. PlayStation Network is going to change soon. Yeah, man, that's the point. Man, that's the point of this. I'm supposed to. I'm not just going to list stuff off. You're supposed to talk about it. Yeah. You know? But um, well, I mean, well, the stuff earlier than the release dates. I mean, what more can you say? Yeah, I know. That's what. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, well, these first couple things, I was basically that's all I wanted to do is kind of state and move on. But no, that's fine. That's fine. This was a bigger topic at hand. Um, but still, we have a few more release date things written down. Um, the Fallout Four Auto Automatron DLC is coming out on March twenty second. Yeah, a little side note on that. You know, I mean. I mean, not that hopefully a couple episodes ago I didn't judge that specific DLC too harshly. I was just a little critical that, oh, is this not like missions? But then once we took a look at the trailer, right? It seemed yeah. like it's adding a lot more than I yeah. 
anticipated. I mean, like you get missions. Yeah, it adds five new Good. trophies. It yeah. Adds, yeah, it adds like five new trophies, and three of the five trophies mm-hmm. are doing missions, like specific quests. Yeah, or whatever. that's neat. Yeah, it's got like a story and stuff. Okay, I mean, that's fine. I, I mean, I kind of maybe underestimated this particular. I mean, well, not necessarily expansion, but you know, add-on piece. Yes. Um. So. I'm excited to see how that rolls out. Uh, definitely more than I had thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was just going to be, you know, just having the robot companions and yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, it has, like, a story and the quests and everything. Good. Yeah, this, this is what this, I told this you. That's what people want. This is what I told you in that episode. Yeah. I mean, I was just a little Just the way, as I've already been critical of the writing uh, in the PlayStation blog, that, you know, they... It just doesn't sell. It doesn't sell you on it. But when I when I read that blog post, I'm sure maybe it didn't to you either. But I mean, obviously you you didn't have to read into that to even think of that. But like for me, I read it and then I just kind of took it as it is. I was just like, wait, that's it. But I guess after looking at the trailer no, and then more like, Bethesda's release, they spoke about it more. So yeah, Bethesda clarified like after the announcement, saying that it's not just a companion DLC. There's Good. more to it than that. Um, yeah. but yeah. But it's coming. It was out just this- probably the blog post that just didn't sell it. But yeah. uh, now, now they kind of did, so it's good. Yeah. Yep. And the game, and the, like I said, the DLC is coming out this Tuesday, March twenty second. I'll be checking it out because I did get the season pass before the price went up. Oh, it's up now, huh? Yes, it is up now. If you want the season pass oh. now, it's going to cost you fifty bucks. Oh. Yeah. Or you can buy it by itself for ten dollars. The uh, Automatron DLC. Oh. So. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably try and check that out next week uh, when it's available. Uh, let's see what else we got in release dates. Um, let's see. Oh, let's, yeah, this one's fun. Uh, so they broke. So um, they broke down what's going to be in the Lego Avengers season pass today. Oh, neat! Which is another season pass that I own. <laughs> so at least now I know what I'm getting. This is only ten. Yes, the oh. season pass is only ten dollars, so it's not that much. Not asking a lot of you if you want all this DLC. Um, so yeah, so the first two DLC packs are actually coming out March 29th. So that's um, not this Tuesday, but next. Um, the first two packs will include a Captain Marvel character and level pack. Oh, teasing the new movie? Just kidding. Oh, that movie's so far off. It's like <laughs> it, we're starting the hype train now. Three years before this movie comes out, you know, getting people acquainted with the character and uh, or yeah. if it's not in the possible of many of Captain America Civil Wars after credit sequences. Maybe. Um, but no, they're actually, well, actually, no, even in the comics, they're trying to make Captain Marvel a more important character. Like, she's like the main force in mm-hmm. Civil War 2. Mm-hmm. Like, it's between Iron Man and Captain Marvel, apparently. Wow. Yeah. So uh, against the, uh, Tony always going after the captains. Yeah, I mean, don't like captains. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is just. This DLC kind of ties with the idea of like Marvel's really trying to raise the awareness of this character, you know? Yeah. Before the movie comes out, they did the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy had a big uh, push about a year or so before the movie came out where they did a new comic series and they also did um, all the Guardians of the Galaxy characters were in Lego Marvel Heroes at the end. Yeah, at the end. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, all the characters you get or, you know, we should expect Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel Cycle. Uh. Warper, Wonder Man, all in this pack. And Very other, obscure and, ones. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was just reading the highlight ones. Like, there is obscure ones. I don't know who the hell Pound Cakes is. Wow. 
Uh, I remember Warbird. She was in uh, Moral Alliance 2. There you go. Throwback. Yeah, throwback to that. Um, the other DLC coming out that day is the Masters of Evil character level pack. Oh. Oh. You can play as Baron Zemo. Ah, oh, Civil War? Uh, it doesn't say. I assume it's not the Civil War version. I mean, we don't even know what he looks like in the movie. So exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the Civil War. Wasn't that the, quite the reveal? In a, just a Lego figure? <laughs> well, that's where you There you go, like. Daniel Pearl. We, we don't even bother to show you the trailer, but we'll show you in Lego form. Yeah. Well, actually, Lego has done that before, like, characters. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Lego sets. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Other characters in this pack include Enchant- uh, Enchantress, Executioner, Iron Man Classic. The Radio different Enchantress, not the Suicide Squad one. No, not the Suicide Squad one. <laughs> not the Suicide Squad. Um, Iron Man Classic, Radioactive Man, Thor Classic, Whirlwind. Thor <laughs> um, What, is he just, like, greener? <laughs> I, well, Thor Classic, whatever that means. Um, classic. Classic, yep. Chris Hemsworth, basically. Yeah, it's just not the movie one. Um, yeah, so like I said, both these packs will give you characters and levels to play. So there will be a story around it. You know, oh, so there'll be a little story for Captain Marvel. There'll be a story for the Masters of Evil. Um, I wonder what the next Lego Marvel game is like. It'll just take place in, uh, it'll just deal with the cosmic side of uh, Marvel. Oh, yeah, they could definitely do that. Just well, the Guardians Galaxy kind of has the main focus and then kind of expand. Oh, my God. You know how much fun that would be? Yeah. Because by then you already have the two movies out, like of two Guardians of the Galaxy movies out. Mm hmm. Oh god! I mean, they want Inhumans out. There'll be so many Star Wars jokes, though, in that. They could do it. They could do Star Wars jokes in there. Yeah, maybe they just want like Inhumans also to be out by then. Yeah, but Humans is a way off. <laughs> I like, know. I know. Movie. I mean, I know it's in the TV show, but it's not like in movie form yet. No, not yet. But once it is, the the kids will, will be talking about Inhumans all the time, and uh, Fitz and Simmons will be their hero. Yeah. Um. Also, they said uh, those those two packs will be coming out uh, next week or in two weeks. Uh, there will be two more level, uh, three more level packs. They'll be coming later in the spring. One is a now they stress it classic Black Panther character level pack. Uh, classic Black. Yeah, you'll be playing as classic Black Black Panther. So we're not gonna be we're not gonna be playing as uh, Chadwick Boseman. No, you won't be playing the Civil War version, and you'll get a uh, yeah, and you get a level based around the comic version of um, Black Panther. Um, characters in this pack include Black Panther. Um, oh, and Ulysses Claw and this is Princey's classic version. So, oh, not the one that lost his arm in Age of Ultron. Yeah, not not Andy Circus. It'll be an ape. <laughs> they have Man Ape. I don't know who that is, but he's he's one like he's one of the characters in the pack. I bet you Andy Circus voiced him. Oh, go. let's see Uh, other pack is the all new all different Doctor Strange character and level pack nope again this is basically (laughs) Ah, comics ah. not the movie version ah you're killing me here (laughs) Uh, yeah you can play as Doctor Strange you can play as uh, Baron Mordo you can play as uh, Dormammu however you say that mean Dormatu? Dormatu. He was in the first game, the first Lego game. Yeah, Dormatu. Dormatu. Who can forget? <laughs> yeah, Deadpool <laughs> says it weird. He plays Night I think it is Dormatu. Yeah, but it's like three oh. syllables, though. Dormatu. Dormamu. How do you say it? 
And again, you get the characters and the level pack, so you get to play a little level. Uh, now, here's the most exciting pack out of all of them. The last one. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Yeah. The Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. level character and level pack. Holy shit. That's it's exciting. It's all your favorite characters, including Agent Daisy Johnson. Uh, Yay! Agent Fitz, Agent Cohen, Agent William May, Agent Bobby Morris, Agent Jimma Simmons, Cal Johnson slash Mr. Hyde, Deathlock, Gordon. Oh, Deathlock? What? Yeah. Gordon Grant Ward. Uh, Lincoln, Rena, and you get the bus as a vehicle. I thought you got the helicarrier. Well, that's what they call it. Oh no, not the not the helicarrier. The um, the plane they ride and they call it the bus. Oh. Now uh, I, I would have liked to get uh, um, Patton Oswalt as <laughs> so that we could have uh, the life model decoys. Yeah, and the Lego games. Yeah. Now, now I have a question for you yes, about the show. Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing: they they show the characters' names, and I want to ask you this. You might yes. have looked at it already, so you might know. But do you know what Fitz's first name is? Because I did not know what his first name was until I saw it written down here in the in the DLC notes. Uh, I mean, okay. Well, Simmons is Jeff. Yeah. Fitz is, What's Fitz's first name? They don't even say it often. I think. I don't but think they say it on they, the show. They don't say it. I mean, they say. Simmons, they say you're Gemma a lot, but they don't say. Uh, Simmons always calls Fitz Fitz, and everyone else in the show calls him Fitz. You don't think you ever get to know his first name? Yeah, and well, I'm sure it's said. I'm sure it's said, but might have been said, but I don't know. Like it, because it says here. Yeah, it says here, Agent Leo Fitz. Oh yeah, Leo. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It is Leo. I mean, now that I remember, I mean, it's been a while, man, since I watched Agent Shield. It was like freaking like three months. So, um, yeah, I think they did. Like, I, I think if anyone had said it, it, it's just like Simmons because, like, I don't think Coulson says it. I don't think May says it, or Daisy, or even. Oh, by the way, wait, was Mac in that pack? Mac in that pack? Uh, no, no Mac. What the heck? They already screwed this pack up. You can play as Lincoln oh. and shoot lightning, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically freaking Cole from the <laughs> Which he is, by the way. He should be cast uh, if they're going to make an infamous movie. <laughs> Typecasting. Just... Typecasting. He has lightning in this movie. He needs to be... He has lightning. In no, it, he even kind of looks like Cole a little bit. <laughs> Just got to get the haircut and everything. He, he'll look like Cole. Trust me. You're making cor- like You're just making correlations because he has lightning Cor- powers. <laughs> kind of like, like, kind of like how everybody wanted Brian Cranston flex with her just because he's bald all the time in Breaking Bad. No, it's not like that. Like I think, like the way his voice could get a little bit, like and you see, like his anger. Like I feel like you can, like he could be cool. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> and how he's like when he's on the run and stuff, and like all that. It seems like a perfect character for Cole. A perfect actor for Cole. Um, and then who else did it like say? Uh, and then like Hunter, the actor that plays Hunter, he could be like, um, uh, God, that guy's name from Uncharted 3. Uh, the one that broke his leg. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. He could be like, he could be like an acquaintance of Nathan Drake if there was the Uncharted movie. So he could be alongside uh, Brett Dalton, uh, Age of War. What did that be? See, it's like a little Agents of Shield review. 
if they were both to be in the movie. I think Hunter, the actor of Hunter would be great in the Uncharted movie. He's got like the charisma and stuff. Yeah, he'd be great. And you 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 made this correlate. You made this correlation again after you saw him wearing a, a like a like a Hawaiian shirt at that little like beach bar. And I'm like, yeah, that's something I've Uncharted. <laughs> I don't. I feel. I feel it. Not to, not because of like imagery or like something that like activates my brain. I'm like automatically. Oh, here you go. No, I feel it. Sony, listen. And you're thinking the same thing with Ward. Yeah, but I never, like, it wasn't even from Agents I thought about it. It was something I saw until Dawn that made me think of it. Like, oh, yeah, this guy could be in Uncharted. Yes, movie. And, I, and I agree with that fully. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't want Bradley Cooper or any of the other people that they're talking about. Mark Wahlberg. But still, I still feel a decent relation for some of these two actors to play in Sony movies. So, yeah. There you go. Three actors from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could play like separate Sony or not separate uh, Sony films. The Sony video game cinematic universe. Exactly. It's all going to be tied together. Yeah, so if they're not too busy with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever that spinoff show is going to be, then uh, I'm all all game for that. I'm excited. Well, no, the guy, the actor, Brent Dalton, he's doing that Kickstarter because he wants to be in movies now. He has like one his own movie. Dude. You didn't see that? All you need to be is just an Uncharted. Sony, call him up. Be like, hey, <laughs> Uncharted 4 is coming out. We have this movie that's basically in development hell. You could be the star of this movie. Don't even have a director right now, I think. Again? I don't know. I don't even want to get deep into this hole. I think we might have talked about this before. Yeah. But um yeah. Anyway, well back to what we were saying about the uh Lego Avenger DLC. This is a DLC for the season pass. So they didn't talk about any like potential free DLC because like for example the Ant Man pack I think is coming out the first week of April for PlayStation. For free. Uh yes, and it's for free and it'll be uh Ant Man uh characters and level from the movie. That's neat. So that'd be uh I think that's the first week of April. Cool. Yep. Um let's see what else we got. Oh yes, a game that I've, I'm very excited for, and I keep try to I try to promote it on the show as much as I can. Um, Zero Time Dilemma, the sequel to um, Zero Escape: Virtue Last Reward, has a release date now. The visual novel. Well, the what they call it, interactive novel or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah, interactive novel. That was the term they use. I mean, there's gameplay too. You solve the puzzles and the rooms and stuff. Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, it's something. But anyway, Zero Time Dilemma is releasing on June 28th for PlayStation Vita and Nintendo 3DS. Uh, it'll have a physical and digital release in North America, and Europe is actually only getting a digital release for it. Wow. Um, they said stuff they've added in this version in this game. They said we'll now have cinematic sequences. It'll actually be like cutscenes, you know? Oh. Instead of like in the other oh. game where like, because in the very first game they did 999, which is only on like. Nintendo DS, that one, you had to actually read everything. There was no voice acting in it. Oh. Um, for the one, the second game, um, Zero Escape, the one they did on Vita and 3DS, that one, there was voice acting, but it was like, here's a character, you look at him and he talks. Look at this character, he talks. And then there's like, maybe some little transition thing. But this one has like full cutscenes when they're like talking, like for heavy dialogue, you know? Yeah. So it's going to add uh, more to that. Um... 
Yeah, and it's going to be kind of the whole idea of like you, know, you can switch. It says you can switch between characters, trying to escape uh, the same situation, different scenarios, randomized encounters, and be the final game in the Zero Escape trilogy. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm super super excited for this game because like I, said, I loved um, the uh, Zero Escape on um, Vita, and I know it's not for everybody that game. I've stressed that before, but um, I loved it, and um, I'm glad that we're getting a sequel. And plus, it's a Vita game. It's a Vita game that gets excited about. You know, we're crying a lot loud. Yeah, like like it's it's a Vita game, man. It's a V3. Yes. Yeah, but still, I mean, you can only get it on those two platforms, so it's a mobile. Exclusive. Well, mm, well, no, I'm sitting here reading the news. No, it's at the bottom. A Steam version available at a later date. Oh, <laughs> that is better. Oh, well. It's not a real game until it's on Vita, as I've heard from a couple other commentators before. It's not a real game until it's on Vita. Yeah. yeah it's but... funny because at GDC, all these indie developers get asked if, if it's coming to Vita. <laughs> There's all these like, indie games, you know, like basically. I know your 2D platformers and whatnot, but they're not they're not eight bit, so mm-hmm. at least have that going for them. Uh, so like, oh, is this gonna be on Vita? Is this gonna be on Vita? They're like, we, and then the developers are just like, um, we're open to it. We love the Vita. Typical answer. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm expecting them to say, oh, I hate the Vita. <laughs> They'll say I a what? Oh. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> a what? A what now? A what a who? now? A who? <laughs> or who? <laughs> That's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> awful. That's just awful. I don't know. I've been thinking the other day that I want to get a Vita Slim. Okay. Yeah, I kind of because like I haven't really turned on my Vita in a long time. I kind of I kind of want a, the Vita Slim. Man, I would totally turn this thing on if it was a little slimmer. <laughs> oh, like, no, like I, I, I this is something new, you know. It just <laughs> I don't know. I would actually get the Vita Slim because like I'm just gonna play games on it now. It's not like I'm gonna do anything else on it, like watch videos or really do anything else with it. But I mean, you can watch games on your current Vita. <laughs> I know, but I, I I think I want like the slimmer form factor, and then like and the USB charger. And I mean, your current Vita has the old OLED screen, which you're not gonna get it on that slim. Yeah. I don't care too much about that anymore. You will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Once you get that slim one, you're gonna play a slim one for a bit, and you'll be like, "Man, the screen just doesn't it just doesn't have that same pop to as the old screen." <laughs> I like. You will. <laughs> <laughs> I know you really get your Batman versus Superman juices flowing, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next week, people. Yeah. Or technically. This week? This week if you get those IMAX passes. Shit, do people already see it already? No, I think it's not till tomorrow. Has this movie been screened for like human eyes to see yet? Uh not publicly. The wow, premiere not even, like a premiere? Like no, the premiere is this weekend. Oh lord. The, the big the big premiere is this weekend and then the early IMAX screenings are this weekend for the people who went to that preview thing. Oh my god. So the, you know yeah. that's not even that much time. That's just like a few days. You're still going to get all the reviews. <laughs> Probably by Sunday, the reviews will be up. We're going to get reviews. 
And then from people just like online, because the public has seen it. Yeah. So excited. (laughs) Sorry. Well, everyone else who's listening to this is probably going to see Batman vs Superman anyway. Sure, it's it's target audience. Smart target audience. Then we get, and then at the premiere, maybe at the live stream, we could see who won that uh, sweepstakes. Oh yeah, who won that? (laughs) To ride in the Batmobile with Ben Affleck. Hmm. So, or Henry Cavill. Honestly, I'd probably ride with Henry Cavill instead. He's such like a big dude. No, didn't you didn't you didn't you see that thing you put on like Twitter or whatever? What was it? He um he was trying to make a point about like the whole like um <laughs> why people can't tell the difference between Superman and Clark Kent because of the glasses. Oh uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, okay. He's like he's like to so all the haters who say that that the glasses don't <laughs> help. He walked around New York with the glasses on and no one noticed him. <laughs> I mean, Henry Cavill is a pretty. I mean, he's a movie star, but not like, oh my god, that's Henry Cavill. <laughs> not, not trying to like this him. I mean, it's not like, I'd say Ben Affleck's even more famous than him. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, no, it's just funny like to see this like thing where he's just walking around New York with, this, with those little glasses on and like no one recognizes him. And I'm like, and I'm just sitting here watching this. And I'm like, hmm, is it like, is it because the glasses are working or is it because people don't know who you are? You know, like, I mean, he's only had like what two mainstream movies, and one of them bombed. That were successful, yeah. And one of them bombed. That's the thing that I'm trying to get at. Like, you know, I mean, even though Man of Steel was successful and they made a lot of money, uh, I, I mean, Man from Uncle kind of flopped. So it's not like people. I mean, I, I, I'm just saying that he's not like a stable person. If anything that he is, I'm sure like much of the people that know him don't even know his name and just like recognize him for his. For his body, Superman. But, it's like, oh, that's Superman right there. Yeah, exactly. Like the Oscars, right? Like, oh, it's Superman. I'm like, even when he was getting called, well, I just heard they called him by his real name, but they were like, uh, Superman himself. Like, he's Superman. <laughs> he ain't Henry Cavill. He's he's Clark Kent. Superman. Oh no, he didn't turn to Clark that, Kent until the last five minutes of Man of Steel. Oh, yeah, no, but. uh but, I mean, that really goes to show he's really in character if uh, people refer to him that way. So, that's really good. I mean, and he, and he is Superman, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> Superman, man. Superman, man. I mean, he's built as hell. Like, he'd probably like, lift me up and kick my butt. So, yeah, I'm sure he's a pretty tall, intimidating man. Yep. Anyways. On the Anyways, PlayStation front. Going back to PlayStation stuff. Even though Batman vs. Superman is probably going to be floated on the PlayStation Store front. Yes, yeah, so you can obviously probably. view the movie on your PlayStation when it comes out on video, you know, like through PlayStation Video or stream or, it on Vudu or something. All or stuff. stream it on another website. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, all that stuff on your PlayStation. But um, speaking of watching stuff on your PlayStation. Oh, what else can you watch on your PlayStation? Sony Sony announced today that PlayStation View has gone nationwide and available in all in all cities. Is on your side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, PlayStation View, they uh their live TV streaming service it was only available in very select markets. Yeah, very select, like not even a handful. Yeah, like, for the past like, hands, like, uh, 
for the past like year or so, and the app has been available to everyone. So like no matter where you live, you could have downloaded, but you can only download like premium channels like Showtime and stuff for it. Um, yeah, because that you were able to view anywhere, but like yeah. the actual channels. Yes, with the PlayStation View now available everywhere, the full thing where you can now get hundreds of channels live television streamed to your PlayStation, and you can DVR and all this good stuff. Um, saying packages start at twenty nine ninety nine and go up to fifty five dollars. Woo! Yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, all the all the big channels are there. You can watch AMC. You can watch FX. You can watch Comedy Central. You can watch TBS, TNT, all those stuff. Cartoon Network, all that's there. Disney Channel. Uh, Disney Channel's there. Oh, um, they- the one thing they kind of don't have right now, but they said they are working on it, is the local channels like ABC, CBS, Fox, stuff like that. Whoa, uh, that's kind of big. They, well, they don't even have ABC. Well, no, they. Well, here's the thing: they have those channels, but not live channels. You can only like on demand those stuff. Like for example, if you want to watch Agents of Shield. You don't yep. live stream it. You kind of just wait for it to be available on demand uh, and then stream it. Eh, I don't channel. think that's too bad. I mean, I don't even. I will actually. I kind of watch them live, but they got CW. Uh, I don't know. Mm, might be might be a deal breaker for me. No Flash. Yeah, but you got Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu at least. But, but the point of this is that I'm not supposed to have Hulu. I mean, you still have Hulu and regular television right now. Yeah, but like if I'm living on my own, I just want I kind of want one that you know, it's just getting so crowded now and then yeah. C- and CBS once again in the game of this. I'm just like, "Oh my god." Like like I, I think about it, I talked about this on air before of like how just everything just it's it's getting so crowded that just it might as well just be as much as this regular cable anyways. Like it's just it's just getting ridiculous. So, you know, uh, I mean, it all depends. It's not like you have to subscribe to all these services, but like you know, you yeah. have HBO Now, Netflix, Hulu, uh, this, uh, Showtime. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, this CBS. is like, but this is like fifty five dollars, and you have like all your channels. I mean, well, mine is the premium stuff. You know, no HBO. Uh, no HBO. Uh, oh, that's a separate app. That's a separate app. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of looking through. Yeah, they got ABC, Fox, NBC, and those are like all on demand, no live. Um, I don't see CW. No CW. Maybe a deal breaker. So yeah, so you so you so sorry if you want to watch Flash, you're going to need Hulu on top of this. Um. No, I was gonna say like when when's maybe that timed like mobile or like device exclusivity is going to live for HBO now. I don't know. It's not. I mean, I know it's already like they've they've already have. Yeah, it's like on Google Chrome and yeah, all that Google Chrome stuff. and uh, Android devices, but they don't have it like on consoles yet. I want it on consoles. Yeah, which is weird. It's weird. It's not on more devices. Used to. Yeah, I mean, it's not even on for computers for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, Go is available and everything, but now yeah. isn't uh, on everything the independent app. It's just um, ridiculous. Like I can't even view it. Like on my lap. Well, I could hypothetically in a way. Like if I had like the Chrome, but like on a Mac computer, you can't even view HBO Now content. Isn't that ridiculous? You pay for this like subscription service, and you can't even view it on a computer. You can't just go to the HBO website and log in. No, it doesn't. It's just like it's just to make you just like go download the app on your phone. That's stupid. Takes you like to the App Store page. This is for HBO uh, Now, not HBO Go. Oh. Yeah, for HBO now. I 
mm, that's weird. It's weird. Like HBO now is this thing where it's only on like portable devices. Like I don't want to watch HBO on my portable device. I want to watch it on my damn TV. You know. Well, you could. I mean, Chromecast. Yeah, but you need a Chromecast, or you need yeah, a Fire Stick, or you much. need this or that. Like, well, I don't even know if it's available on Fire Stick. Oh, sorry for being exact, <laughs> but uh, so many things, and then the Roku. Well, I mean, even Chromecast, you need your phone for that to work. But look, I'm going to give the Reggie look. I mean, PlayStation at this point is already a damn good setup box. I mean, yes, the Apple TV has its neat features with like the voice commands and Siri, but like PlayStation basically has it all at this point, you know, with the TV, like this integrated function with PlayStation View, right? Oh my god, I forgot what his name. View, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, um PS4 more than clobbers Apple TV, even though Apple TV is significantly cheaper than the PS4, but oh my god. But you don't even but here's, but here's the thing though, like this view thing is neat if you don't have, you know, direct TV you know, or cable or whatever. You know, this is a great service. Um but it's a lot of people, which is for a lot of people. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I already have DirecTV, so it's one of those things where I don't know if I want to cut the cord and try to focus just on this. Uh, because here's the thing. This is all internet-based. So, like, let's say your internet goes out, your TV's out, too, now. You know? <laughs> well. And I have internet problems, okay? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say for you, I mean, I think it's just a, a situation just where, you know, your living situation and just, like, kind of how you feel and you know also getting stuff like the and, news and stuff like that i and uh, here's here's the thing too like i'm afraid like too this this like services is kind of like getting in the way of like other apps being available on playstation you know because mm-hmm. like look at like on xbox xbox has uh fx now and the central app and yeah, stuff so like yeah. that where those apps the way those apps work is like let's say you have direct tv so if you load up that app and log in with your direct tv account you can access all the fx like all the current fx programming um, and just stream it to your system on your TV. If you're uh, saying the Comedy Central, you load that up, you log in, you can stream all the current Comedy Central shows and stuff. And that'd be really cool to have on my PlayStation because I have Dark TV, so I could sign and load these apps, but these apps are not available on PlayStation. And some people mm-hmm. are like, well, no, it's some exclusive thing. And then some people are like, well, no, it's not. It's just Sony doesn't want these apps on their PlayStation because it gets in the way of view, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Sony had probably quite an investment in view. Yeah. And that's a bummer too, because you know, uh, you, the thing about that, you did, you wouldn't have to pay anything extra. Yeah. This is just free yeah, extra. for exactly. me. To, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Cause like Granted, my brother- the, the con with that though, I would like to add that, you know, that makes everything so, uh, compartmentalized. Like everything's kind of just spread around. Granted, on places you view things would still be spread around, but it's still like on one app. Yeah, uh, I think Sony's just trying to do their best to uh, u- uh, make it uniform, uh, even if everything can't get there quite I, yet. And, I guess. And you have to pay. But uh, I mean, like, like the situation for me where this works to have those extra apps, like the FX yes. app and the competition app, is like, like in the house, I don't really need it too much because you know, obviously, I have TV in the house. But like, my brothers have their PlayStation outside in the shed, and they don't have Direct TV set up in there, so they can't really watch TV in there. They can just play their PlayStation. So if they had these apps. They can watch, you know, FX and all that and not need to, like, expand or anything. Of course, they can do that, too, with View. Like, if I had a View account, your View account is on all devices. So, they could watch live TV there, you know, on their system. 
but I don't know. <clears throat> like I said, I think it's a neat service, and I like I said, if I was if I didn't, you know, if I didn't already have something, I would definitely uh, look into getting this. Oh yeah, me too. Probably when uh, I might live alone one day, maybe I'll probably have it. Oh yeah, this definitely uh, serves for moving out. If when you're moving out, like yeah, I'll yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because oh, I don't even imagine myself uh, having cable really. You say that now, but I mean, I probably won't, and uh, definitely won't have a a phone landline like a main phone. Don't need that either. I don't have one now. <laughs> My parents still have one for some reason. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, I know. Can you believe that? We still just get random phone calls on just like stupid stuff. But uh, you know, I just think it, you know at this point uh, that I think it'd just be really good for people. And Xbox, they have their own thing, you know, with those apps. And then you know, of course, the stuff with X- the TV when you switch over. I haven't heard too many people using that anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of those things you kind of forget is on the Xbox, you know. With the many things, yeah, like it was next. such, yeah, it was such a heavily like advertised thing when they first yes, showed it off. Like, look, you can switch your TV and all this, and like it's just not really talked about anymore. Oh my god, it's, it was even worse for uh, Wii U. You know, you the little TV button on the oh, gamepad. Yeah, yeah, so I forget that either. I think you know, places just they're trying their best. Look, I had I've had really no experience with the View app. Maybe I'll. Have some experience with it with the free trial or something like that. Yeah, you so can get, a, get more. Yeah, you can get yeah, a you can, free trial. Um, so maybe I can get more of a definitive opinion on it. But it looks neat, and like I've heard positive things about it. It's been it's gotten updated uh, to make the user interface more smooth. So uh, I'm excited, uh, and especially with this, a little particular device that's coming out later this year to maybe mm. help you immerse yourself in watching all of this content. Hmm. Mm. What could that be? Yeah, well, let's get to that because this is going to be kind of a big topic. We need to get to it uh-huh. for the episodes up. Um, so he finally announced this week showing that the PlayStation VR is coming this October. Definitely missing that six-month mark the, You know, the, yeah. the, within the first half of the year. Um, yeah. It's coming in October, and it will be retail price of uh, $399. So about $400 for this thing. $400. And on top of that, you need? You need the PlayStation camera. Yes. Uh, you don't need the move controllers, but they say it's recommended for some experiences. So it's kind of up to the developer whether you need the move <laughs> controllers or not. Yeah. Uh, but the camera will be needed. Um, I already have the camera, so I'm good on that front. And I still have my move controllers somewhere. So If not, people go get them at GameStop. Oh, yeah. You can get them for dirt cheap, uh, the, the move controllers right now. Go get them. Yeah, go get them. Get them before they sell out. We're gonna start getting jumping on those, um, but he's finally here, or well, it's finally announced. It's not here yet. But well, the, the information, the information is here. Is here yeah, uh, because you know the VR thing was a big thing the last month or two. Was you know um, the Oculus got announced. The Oculus was announced at six hundred dollars. Uh, what was that other one? The HC Vine was like eight hundred dollars. Yes, yeah. something ridiculous. So the Sony one is definitely the cheaper one out of all these options, um, and it's the easiest one to set up. You know, yeah, it's, it's just got that uh, box thing, and you know, PS4 is already. Yeah, they show that, that picture. That picture of everything in the box. Oh, f- so many freaking cables. Yeah, I mean, this thing's pretty crazy. I mean, I get it requires a lot of power, but I mean, God, you have the headset, you have a processor box. box that goes to the system. Then this looks like a Wii, the original Wii. Yeah, and then, um, then the the headset itself has its own power cord. Yes. 
So it's like, man, that's a lot of, that's a lot of stuff. But very, very reminiscent of like the Sega uh, Genesis expansions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it's really neat. Uh, it's exciting stuff, especially with uh, VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, now, got me excited. The price point is good. Yeah, I mean, the price point is, I mean, it's definitely the cheapest option, but still not cheap, you know? <laughs> yeah, it costs more than PS4. Yeah, you, yeah, you get a PS4 for about 350 or 300 right now. So, yeah, it's a little more, or at least, well, at least matches what the PS4 was at launch. Um, now, here's the thing about this. So, it's really cool. Like I said, we've talked about it before. We're, we're interested in VR, and um, they haven't started Even viewers yet for it. Here in the no. here, well, not here in the U.S. I think in the U.K. opened it up on Amazon and it sold out like instantly. Oh wow! Um, I think they might have restocked since then. I'm not 100 percent on that, but here in the U.S. they have not done pre-orders yet because this is something where like if you think of it like this, we're only in March, so if you were to pre-order it today, uh, you have seven months to kind of like you know save money for it, you know. And then you, when you pre-order something from like GameStop or something, like if you go pre-order in store, you can like put so much down and then just like slowly pay it off, you know, until it comes out. So this would be something I would consider doing if the pre-orders open soon, like a GameStop, I go pre-order it. And then now it's like, okay, I've pre-ordered it. Now I have seven months to, you know, slowly pay it off however much I can, you know? Right. So I, so I might get this just, just, just by doing that, by going to GameStop and pre-ordering it. The only yeah. thing is though, Usually, if it's a big item like this, GameStop wants you to put a lot down at once. Yeah. Because I think when the PS4 came out and they started doing the PS4 pre-orders in store, I went go to pre-order mine and I think I needed to put like $100 down to pre-order it. Mm-hmm. So, it's probably going to be the same thing for this. Probably you need know, at least $100 down to pre-order it. So, I mean, that'll still be another $300 you need to kind of save up and put aside for that. Yeah. Um but um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm interested in this thing. Though. I might pre-order it. Um, but here's the funny thing, though. When they announced this um, the other day, and I start, I showed it to like two different people. I was like, "Hey, look, this is the PlayStation VR," and they knew the PlayStation VR. But like, this is me saying, "Hey, look, it's coming out in October, and it's going to cost four hundred dollars." And the first thing both of them said, the, both of these people said the same thing. They said, "Well, what games are going to be for it?" Oh, yeah. Good question. It is a good question. Um, because for four hundred dollars, there better be some good contents for it. Yeah. Um, Sony has stressed that there is currently 231 developers working on VR games. Holy moly. Yeah. Now, of course, this is just working on it. This is not saying that all these developers are going to have games ready for launch. Yeah. Um, this is just people working on it. They said that there should be about 50 games available for VR by the end of the year. Wowie. Yeah. But out of the 231 developers currently working on VR games. There's a lot of, uh, you know, big developers in there. Um, let's see. I'm kind of just scrolling through and just seeing some highlights. Uh, Capcom, um, Square Enix, scrolling, 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 2K Games, Double Fine Productions, EA, High voltage, what they made. I've heard that. High voltage? They made? Yeah, high voltage. Oh, they made something. I don't know. Oh. Uh, let's see. Harmonics music. Well, something. Not obviously. I mean, hmm. Uh, okay. What did high voltage make? So I, heard that title, I heard that. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I'm like, wait, what did they make? 
not ACDC. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Warner Brothers Interact is working on VR games. 505 Games is working on VR. Studio. Codemasters, Crytek. Funny Edge video game developer. Yeah. Uh, Housemark. We develop, I don't know. They made like a lot of shovelware games. Ninja Theory is working on some stuff. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. They ported Mortal Kombat X to PC. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Cause I know, I know I've heard that title before. I'm like, wait, did they make something good? I'm like, no, I guess. Yeah, not. I, I mean, they made like a lot of shovelware stuff on the Wii and iOS and. Mm. No, I mean, you just see their name around a lot because they just port a lot of stuff. That's probably what I'm just thinking of like ports they've done. And what? Are, uh, oh, they're making a game called Damage Core for the Oculus. Mm. So, so that's probably it. Then what? I mean, it'll probably be some VR. Could maybe it could come to PlayStation. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, there's 231 developers they've listed, um, kind of work that are currently working on VR games. Of course, none of those are slated for launch. Um, games that Sony has said are slated for launch include Rigs, Mechanized Combat League, that's being developed by uh, Gorilla Cambridge, the guys who did uh, Killzone Mercenary. Ah, yeah, very promising. That's going to be a good, that's already, I already can tell that's going to be good. Yep, that's coming at launch. Uh, Tumble VR from Supermassive Games. Uh, as you did. Uh, uh, Supermassive, uh, got Little Big Planet? No. No, oh, mm, Supermassive. Ah! Oh my gosh, like gaming developer list is killing me. Super massive. Yeah, they, they made... made. I what did they make? Until oh. Dalton. Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> yeah. Uh Super Massive actually has two games uh scheduled for launch that includes Temple VR and Until Dawn Russia Blood. Or uh scheduled for launch. And PlayStation VR Worlds being developed by Sony London Studio. Oh. So that's just some first-party games that are currently set for launch. Um, they said some third-party games that are going to be available at launch will be Eagle Flight for Ubisoft. Oh, Eagle Flight. Yeah, that like unofficial Assassin's Creed spinoff where you play as, the, <laughs> play as one of the Eagles. Yes. Um, e Valkyrie, the, the flight game. Ah, E Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he- Headmaster by Frame Interactive. I'm not sure what that one is. Um, Res Infinite is going to be up at launch. Enhanced Games, uh, Wayward Sky, Uber Entertainment. Um, yeah, so there's there's that in there, and then, um, so I mean these sound neat. Um, obviously I'm really excited for. Can't forget a uh, job simulator. Yeah, job simulator. Oh, and that uh, I don't know if it's coming at launch, but that game we talked about, the one with the uh, dolphins, the cheating dolphins. Uh-oh. Yeah, the cheating dolphin game. Yeah, we talked about this one on episode before. Oh wait, but I think that one we talked about off air. Uh, no, I think we talked about it on here. Not one hundred percent. Really? Yeah, but yeah, I think I like read the description for PlayStation blog on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because we were kind of like, yeah. oh, this is this is the Octodad of VR, where it's just so ridiculous you have to get it. <laughs> and I mean, it's like a novel idea too. I love it. It's just. Mm-hmm. You know, cheating uh, like VR, I think it's really neat. Oh my gosh, I I just can't wait. Just in summary, like you know, already so much has been said about VR. Like you know, it's hard for us to talk about because we haven't really had a VR experience before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, you know, say that off the bat. So it's just, I mean, we're gonna have that experience very soon. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's what's so exciting. That's why I'm so ecstatic about it. Uh, definitely getting one. No, no doubt about it. At launch, yeah, probably. I mean, it won't probably be in the same extent as I was, you know, back on PS4's launch. Um, well, and then part of that, you know, was like, you know, looking for that Christmas gift. But then PS4 came out like in November, so it wasn't even that long of a wait. But this is October, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so birthday. definitely, so def- this definitely calls for, you know, um, probably cutting back on some uh, uh, fall games. So at least Assassin's Creed is off this year. Um, but I don't know. Well, Call of Duty, I have no doubts I'm getting that. But uh, everything else, I don't know. That might be off the table. Unless it's a, unless it's a Sony exclusive. Yeah. We'll see. Like like uh, Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Rise and Zero Dawn. Yeah. Um, if that's coming out this year. If 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 it's it's a, it's a big if. Yeah. But um yeah, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I mean, out of these launch games right here, the one that obviously I'm excited for is Until Dawn, uh, Rush of Blood. Yeah. Because I want to experience that in VR. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've also talked about like some other stuff that doesn't sound as exciting because the way they kind of like stressly word it, mm-hmm. which is kind of a little disappointing. Like EA said, we're working on Star Wars Battlefront VR experience, and I'm like, I don't like that word experience. It when you use the word experience, it doesn't sound like a real game, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like it's just something you're gonna sit there. And maybe like look around during like an interactive video or something, you know, and, like rather than like a real game. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, mm, we'll see what this is. I mean, it's VR and Star Wars, that's cool, but you know, is this is I'm actually gonna be playing something? I'm gonna be just in there, kind of like interacting with something, you know. Um, same thing with uh, Ubisoft. They announced that they're working on um, Assassin's Creed: The VR Experience for launch, and mm-hmm. um, they stress that this is not a game. They actually straight up said this is not a mm-hmm. game. Not a game. It's like an, it's basically an interactive like movie trailer thing because they said it's gonna tie in with the movie. Yeah. So they said it's like a thing that ties in where you kind of like interact with like a scene from the movie or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, that's neat. Don't charge me for it though. <laughs> Don't charge me for it. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, it's true. If I'm interacting with a movie trailer, you shouldn't have to charge me for this. You know. But um, those are. I mean, it's neat, but we'll see. Um, you know, let's see about the whole thing. Oh, and they've also said that um, the VR headset will. I don't know. They said in Europe it will come packed in with a demo disc. Uh, we don't know about the US mm-hmm. if it will come packed with a demo disc or not. But they did say that uh, the VR, um, the Playroom will get updated to be the PlayStation uh, Playroom VR. Oh, so that little uh, pre-installed software you guys were talking about a couple weeks ago with them in that, that's already kind of in place. Yes, it's coming back. It's gonna get updated. It's gonna have. It's gonna be a free update, free mini games for you to play with your VR headset. Wow! Um, so that's gonna be some little free content to mess with uh, at launch. Well, definitely to mess with. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how intensely you're gonna be playing any of this, but we'll see. Um, so there's that. Um, they've also talked about like just um, extra features of it, kind of like outside of like the VR games. They said that um, there will be, you know, viewing experiences for your media apps. Like, uh, you know, Netflix and all that. They said, of course, they're doing, like, the uh, simulated room. Mm-hmm. You kind of, like, watch Netflix or whatever. But, um, and they said this mode can actually be applied to all PS4 games. 
So yeah, which is great. Which I get a small bit of concern about. That is this maybe just kind of just like you know ample time for you just like to do this while you know as the catalog of VR games are growing. You know, kind of something for you to do. Yeah, I mean maybe because I mean. It sounds kind of neat the way they describe it. They're like, oh, well, I mean, because we've seen this before. We're like, I mean, I haven't messed with it too much, so I don't really know where it's at now. But they've kind of like shown um, examples of it, like on the Oculus, how it works with uh, Xbox, where it's like, you're not playing the games in VR, but you're in this virtual space playing your game, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what Sony is saying with this. Basically, you're in a virtual space playing any PS4 game. But the way they described it is like, Oh no, you can like virtually put yourself in a movie theater to where you're actually playing your game on like a 200 inch screen. Yeah, which is really neat. Like an IMAX screen or something. Yeah, so basically you're in a virtual space where you're like looking at your game on a, uh, like you said, basically an IMAX screen. So like you could be playing Uncharted 4 on an IMAX screen. Granted, at a lower resolution. I guess. Yeah, you know, which might be a deal breaker for some, you know, that, you know, it's not the native. Resolution like on your TV because you know the VR headsets probably that's not what you're going to be thinking of. You're going to be thinking, like, oh my god, I'm in a virtual space, (laughs) yeah. But you're you're probably going to notice that it might. I mean, because look, I have it, but for the people that did test this out, because this was testable on GDC this week, uh, that uh, I don't know, like, from what people have been hearing, that it it seems like it has like it's just like smudged, like the image is a little smudged. Uh, on the screen. So, like, stuff like text might be a little bit more difficult to read, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but, look, look, I haven't, but just from what, some of the impressions that I've read about and heard about of uh, VR uh, working, this this specific feature. Um, and this is also a feature that I'm not really sure Sony's really going to be heavily advertising about VR. Well, I mean, Even maybe not. Sounds- well, maybe not, but it is going to be something... I mean, I mean maybe, because, I mean, this is basically going to be saying, hey... This mode supports all your games, you know, and all your movies. Yeah, so. which is really neat. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, I just don't want it to just maybe you should focus away from, you know, you know, like what they want the VR headset to be, you know, just have like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want this to be like, I don't want this to be like their version of remote play. Like, oh, can I play Uncharted 4 in VR? Well, you can play Uncharted 4 in VR room or whatever they're going to call it. Cinematic mode. I think it's like yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be to the point where it's the, it's the Vita excuse. Like, oh, any PS4 game is a Vita game. Yeah, I'm just like, no. Um, I wonder if this cinematic, like, virtual room thing will be applied to that, um, what's it called? The screening room? Oh. Yeah, oh god, combine that with a screening room, so it's like, yeah, I get my theatrical movies at home, and I'm in a virtual movie theater, so I get it all. Yeah, you. And if you're willing to pay $50 a movie. Ooh, yeah, which is the thing that uh, Spielberg is touting. It's like, why is Spielberg supporting this? Yeah, you think out of all people, right? Yeah, you think he'd be like, no, you need to see the films in the theater as they're intended. No, he wants you to see the fifth Indiana Jones at home. I guess. But no, Dis- well, actually, no, Disney isn't supporting this thing. So Disney won't put that movie on. That's quite ironic, and Spielberg's going to be working with Disney. Well, not for... <laughs> that- his ne- well, his next movie is through Warner Brothers. 
Well, I mean, well, Indiana Jones Five, you know, be through Disney. Well, no, the so, BF. Well, the BFG's through Disney, and then yeah, BFG's through Disney, and, and then Indiana Jones Five will be through Disney. But in between the two, Ready Player One's going to be Warner Brothers. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, they're yeah. back in this thing. Mm. But um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, but but I mean, it is something too. Like the the um, if they could get this VR thing to work with that, that'd be a big selling point of the of the uh, screening room box. Would be like, hey, look, you can be virtually in a movie theater, you know, at your own home and watch a, a new release, you know, theatrical film. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. If that will be a selling point, I just want the selling point to be the original games and content that yeah. are specifically built for this thing. Because that's why I'm buying it for. As yeah. good as that is. That's not the sole purpose. It's not really going to be the sole purpose of you buying this thing. I'm I'm buying it to get experiences that I can't really get. Yeah, you're uh, you're buying a gaming system and a gaming accessory for your games. Yes. Uh, you know, it's even back harking back to the old days. Even though you know the shitty uh, Sega Genesis uh, expansions, you know, just you know they just came out and just didn't really have games that you know really differed from the current games that were already on the Genesis. Now, that's a very different situation because of how, how much games have evolved and, you know, how PS4 games have been so far. Uh, you know, some people are, you know, people are really craving different kinds of experiences now. Uh, you know, VR is just coming at that right time, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, if you're saying, you know, it, it, well, you know, that it's selling out in you know, other countries, I can only imagine here, since it is yeah. the most affordable headset. Yeah, uh, at least uh, most affordable mass market hot. Let's say high end, but you know accessible, accessible uh, and headset. Yeah, uh, excluding cardboard boxes and uh, Happy Meal boxes and uh, the Galaxy uh, Gear, Galaxy Gears and uh, um, uh, the ViewMaster, <laughs> all that, all that jazz. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking like a, a full entertainment headset that you can a full multi-purpose entertainment headset yeah Granted, galaxy gear can also be a multi-purpose headset but yeah well talking. galaxy gear stationary based like yes, there's it no is. yeah there's it no is. 3d space to it but you want it but so kind of in summary very excited for vr very good uh, announcements because it was weird because like when this was happening, I was bracing for the worst. Uh, I was uh, like, I didn't even want to tr- check Twitter that night because like if, if it was going to be bad, then I was going to just hear it from the loathe of people. That was going to be bad. So like I wasn't in the mood to, for that like criticism to happen. But then once I saw it, I was like, oh, phew. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, Sony's, are, Sony's been doing good generally with all their stuff that they've been doing so far ever since PS4's <laughs> announcement. So, you know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it didn't surprise me, but, you know, I was preparing for something bad. Yeah, I mean, um, the, just in case. Yeah, I mean, the biggest backlash from this so far has been the fact that it's like, oh, you need the camera, but it doesn't yeah. come with a camera. You know? I mean, it's, you know, the same but, thing, you know, when Sony was originally going to include the camera on the PS4. Yeah, and they took it out to kind of lower the price. Well, I mean, it's true. It's kind of like, I mean, this is the same situation I went through when the PlayStation Move came out where it was like, you need a camera. And I'm like, I already have a camera. But, you know, I bought the whole Move bundle, so it came with another camera. So I was like, well, I got two cameras, so. Yeah. Um, You know, it's the same situation where I already have the cameras. I already have my Move control, so I don't need this stuff. But Sony has clarified since then saying that there will be a bundle that has the headset, the camera, and the Move controls. Mm-hmm. They haven't said how much it's going to be, though, for that one, but it will be an option. Yeah. 
So, um, so yeah, so there's, there's that. Um, another, another big thing is though, it's like, cause they keep, they keep, they're really being coy about it, but they're like, is no man's sky still going to be VR compatible? Cause uh, I mean, cause that was, the, that was the event, right? Yeah. Cause I mean, that <laughs> was, well, I mean, that was the, always the assumption when they said, Oh, the VR is coming out within the first half of, uh, 2016 and then they announced that no man's sky was coming out in june so like oh june's the sixth month it will launch with the vr but now the vr is not coming out till october so it's gonna be one of those things where it's like you know i mean i still think no man's sky will probably have vr support it just i just don't know if it's one of those things they're gonna want to announce or advertise yet because here's the thing people are gonna look at no man's sky and go i really want to play this on my vr <laughs> But I don't want to well, play it now, like in June. Because you play that thing oh. in June, four months later, you might be done with it. Or you might be tired of it. And yeah, VR would be a good thing to go, a good reason to go back. But still, though, a lot of people would either have played it already in June or it would hurt the sales because a lot of people would wait on buying No Man's Sky until October. You know, they'd be like, I don't want to buy No Man's Sky in June because I want to wait till October and play in VR. You know? I mean... I I don't know at this point. I, I'm not even sure if anyone that has been you know as excited for No Man's Sky as several of our other friends are going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. <laughs> I don't think at this point. You know, I think with people kind of maybe like us, I think we'd be willing to wait. But uh, I, I I don't think that's really going to affect sales. I don't think they'll put a debt in sales in any kind of way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah, this game has already been too long of a time coming for anybody to be like, you know what? I mean, it's great. You know, as good as a, uh, as VR would be a selling point for this game, honestly, it would be for both of us, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just think at this point for this game to even be just a game at this point and just for it to come out, I think people are really excited enough for it. So, yeah, uh, I don't know if anybody's really holding it press because on top of that, you have to buy a $400, $400 accessory for it and for that to happen and just you know you're already spending 60 on no man's sky and or yeah. even more well, i mean the, yeah i mean like i said could it just be this thing where like yeah you've already spent your 60 you bought it in june and then come october it's like hey no man's sky is vr compatible you know and you have this reason to go yeah, back could be to through it. like a, yeah exactly like through an update or something like that a big update probably yeah and it's Whoa. like and it's just like yeah you know that'd be a big thing to go back to and that'd be a huge kind of thing at for for launch but like hey you know, because if No Man's Sky really is like a big thing at this point, you know, like it comes out, it's just yes. like critically acclaimed thing, and then come October, they can be like, "Hey, you can play this," you know, VR, full VR, not the theater mode thing. Yeah, like you can like be in space, mm. you know. Yeah. So, you know, that'd be that'd be something. Um, something is going to happen though. Things going to happen though. No Man's Sky VR support. I just, I just don't see it not happening because these two things were kind of like almost promoted around the same time and i think this was just some type of slip in like plans you know that the vr came out it's coming out in october now mm, yeah so i i so we'll see well i mean i still won't forget the interview was about two weeks ago when the interviewer was trying to get a little sub on you know, vr look if they they would say no at this point right but you know Turn off the assumptions, you know, it's not for VR. They would have to say, like, no, it's not. But they haven't said anything. Yeah, they never said no. Yeah, every no, time they never said no. So maybe not for, uh, you know, currently. Maybe not at launch, but later mm-hmm. it might happen. 
So, yep. we'll see. We'll see. But, um, yeah, well, we're already at the one hour and 15 minute mark. Almost 15 minutes. Yeah, a lot of the stuff, a lot of stuff to cover this week. A lot of fun stuff. That's fun stuff. You gotta get that VR down, uh, though. VR. Nothing else uh, small or extra to maybe shout out? I don't think there is anything, really. Mm, no, I mean, we kind of covered uh, all the little things I wanted to. Like I said, it was a lot of release day stuff I wanted to get out of the way at the, at the top of the hour. Um, and then we kind of segue into some more bigger topics, and then we had to end it with the VR, obviously. That was the big thing this week. Yeah, there's really... Uh, we have no VR mail this week. Mm. Probably get some in next week. Maybe something about the division. Yes, you can send your division questions because I, as you know, that game came out this week. Well, yes. last week, last week, last yeah. Week, and I've yeah. played it. I've played it. I've been playing it. Uh, I've only put about eight hours into it though since it launched. Um, but I'm only like level eight or nine. Um, but yeah, so you had division questions. Send that. Send that uh, to us. So I can probably answer those next week. Um, if you have any questions about. The Automatron, I can try to answer the next week, so I'm going to try to play it by next episode. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, there's all that. So, yeah, if you want to send us any questions, you can send it to the usual ways. You can comment on the YouTube uh, video. You can um, message directly on YouTube. You can message directly on PlayStation at Bayou Boys or at Double Is. Um, we yeah. have a Twitter. You can also go check out and message on or comment on that. Um, there's a Facebook fan page you can go to and check that out, like it, comments, whatever. Um, I think that's all the ways you can message us. Excellent. Yep. Um, but yeah. But with that, this has been the PSBS uh, episode 54. I'm your host, Cote PS and Bye Boys. My host here is Andrew Rios, Double Is. Everyone have a good week. Uh, happy belated St. Patrick's Day, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day at the time of recording. For the 14 million plus uh, Irish Americans in the United States. Mm-hmm. Which is a crazy number. I didn't even know that. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure there's even more around the world. Uh, do good. And play games. Yep. Play games, do that. You can play some Division. You can go play... Uh, what, was it? what was new this week? None. Know, you can uh, just like, chill. Yeah, go play Division. Go watch Daredevil season two. Yeah, season two on Netflix this week. Week, so you can spend the whole weekend watching Daredevil, which I will. Yeah, spending the weekend. Yep. Not all one day. No, just go do all that and everything. So, um, anyway, thanks for listening, and hopefully we'll see you guys next week.